Kane, C Masterpiece, right here on 105 through the fan. And it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors. And Corey, I believe we have a special guest today. Yes, joining us from DallasCowboys.com. It is Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, how's it going today, man? It's great. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You always do fantastic work with us. We always appreciate that. And I guess the first thing we need to start off with is the most important thing. Will Tyron start on Sunday Stop and destroy whoever's it. in front of him? <laughs> you just you know how to to kind of get everybody worked up, huh? I mean, you 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 wanted to know you wanted that pause there, right? Mm-hmm. Like you wanted a little bit of suspicion, suspense, and kind of get in there. But uh, you know the 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 fact of the matter is he's back on the practice field, so that's step one. He looks good. He's not wearing a brace. Uh, We saw them just a couple moments ago. They're currently on the practice field right now, but of course the media portion of the regular season is cut short. Uh, But he was out there. He was moving. He looked good, did not have a limp, did not have anything really looking like he was, he was being held back. So at least everything of, of checking the boxes is good. I want to wait until we see the injury report. Was he limited in team activity, which of course the media doesn't get to see, uh, or was he a full participant? If he's a full participant or even limited, I think I might even be uh, – I may go out on a limb and say, yes, he would be starting on Sunday. I'm just not ready for that yet. Let me get to the practice report, and then uh, and then we can kind of take a decision and, and make a decision off of that. Does the, the praise that's been put on Tyler Smith, is, it, is that well-deserved from what you've been watching this year? Sure, yeah. I, I mean, as a rookie that's been thrusted into the fire as somebody who – uh, came in, was expected to play guard. That was the thought process. He wasn't going to play tackle because you do have a Tyron Smith on the left-hand side. And so he was expected to come in and play guard. And, and the fact that he came into camp, had to learn that position, took every single rep at the guard spot, still kind of struggled to get his footing underneath him and, and didn't necessarily win that position outright with Connor McGovern. Uh, it was it was worrisome. So whenever he had to jump back to the outside and take over that left tackle spot, there was a question mark there. Well, he's done a good job. He's allowed uh, a couple pressures, 25 pressures this season through uh, his his 11 games or 12 games, whatever it is at this point in the in the year, which is not bad for a rookie at left tackle, somebody that's continuing to grow. It sounds like a lot, but it's really for a left tackle and a guy who, who was put, thrown into the fire, not bad. He's not Tyron Smith level by any means. But he's gotten better, too. He's had some games where he's allowed seven pressures, or at least that was the one game uh, two weeks ago that he allowed seven pressures. Since then, he hasn't allowed one. He had none the week before that as well. So I think it's the praise is warranted. I also don't think Connor McGovern's getting enough praise at the guard spot either, though. I mean, that, that he has really stepped up, and at least on film, he's done everything you've needed him to to, to keep that spot or at least be in the conversation for that spot moving forward. He has stepped up and played his best season of football to this point in his career, and that shows he's only allowed one sack all year long, and he's allowed uh, or he's helped kind of pave the way in terms of running the football on the ground. I really like what McGovern has done. Uh, so it's a big question mark for me of whenever Tyron's back in the fold, who do you put at that left guard spot? It's going to be a competition between Tyler Smith and Connor McGovern again, much like it was in training camp. Kyle, that's all fine and well, but let's stop this nonsense. (laughs) Two questions for you. What's Mm -hmm. going on with Odell Beckham, and why is the deal dead? (laughs) 
It's not dead. Let's let's get it straight here. I don't think the deal is dead. I think the I think the conversation has changed a little bit because I don't think there's a ton of confidence level in his ability to play this season. Is he going to come in and play in the regular season because of the health coming off of that second ACL tear? Something that is tough for any receiver to get past, especially whenever you're 30 years or older. So. I think if if the conversation has shifted, which it seems like it has, I think now it's turned into a 2022-2023 conversation as opposed to a one-year deal, come in, play, try and win a Super Bowl. And this is across the league. This is not just with the Cowboys. This is with the Bills. This is with the Giants. This is with the Cowboys, the Chiefs, or whoever, Dolphins, whoever could be involved. I have no idea all the teams that have been having these conversations. But out of the teams that have had the conversations, They've now seen the medicals. They've seen him in person. They've had these conversations, and it's almost a general consensus that if you're going to sign Odell Beckham Jr., it wouldn't just be for the 2022 season. It may have to include a 23 or 24 to even get that conversation started. This this team at this point, you think there's this is another question about Odell? It's, well, it's about the receivers. <laughs> it's about the receivers. Do you think this receiving group is good enough to to go out there and win? Uh, a couple of games in the playoffs without, you know, and before, before the Odell Beckham jr. Conversations even started and, and there was interest on both ends of, of that coin. I would have said, no, I didn't, I didn't love what we had seen from a depth standpoint. CD lamb has been good and he's been good consistently, but even then as a blocker, there was some left to be desired as a, a big time catch maker in a big time situation. There was some left to be desired. I wasn't convinced. I really wasn't. So at that time, whenever Odell Beckham Jr.'s name started kind of floating around the media and then he got connected with the Cowboys and there was this mutual interest that was intriguing because they had not shown as a wide receiver group that they felt good about what they had from a talent standpoint. However, these last four or five weeks, almost everybody in that room has stepped up. C.D. Lamb has taken a next step. He's turning into really an elite wide receiver not only in the conference, not only in the division, but in the NFL with the way he's been playing lately. And then you also talk about Michael Gallup. He's starting to get separation again, making contested catches, being a red zone threat. He had the two touchdowns on Sunday night. So those those two guys alone at the top have been playing better. Noah Brown's continued to, to play his role well. You get Jay, or James Washington back in the fold. Hopefully this week he's back out at practice for the second week. Uh, in a row so if he's back in the fold maybe he plays some special teams maybe he gets some rotation and then you of course you you have the special teams ability from a uh, Cavante Turpin as well so I feel much better about this group right now and how they've evolved over these last four weeks this last month of the regular season than I did previously and that ne- doesn't necessarily change my thought process on o- Odell I still think he would make this team better if he's able to play and he's healthy this year but I don't necessarily think you need him in order to win playoff games in the future. Now, in the mailbag on DallasCowboys.com, you said it's time for Bland, Joseph, and Wright to step up. I'm particularly concerned mm-hmm. about those last two. What is your belief sure. that Joseph and Wright will step up? No, I, I think it is a concern. I, I'm not sold on either one of those guys just yet. I wasn't sold on Nashawn Wright as, as a top 100 pick. You may remember that from the coverage that we had on yeah, 105.3 The Band. I, I wasn't I wasn't sold and and I uh, to this point I see why the conversation was even had to draft him in in the top 100 picks and to have him in the third round 
and that's because of the traits and what they could turn into. But we're at the back end of his second year in the NFL, and he's played minimal snaps, if any, as a corner. I think he's had maybe, what, five snaps as a corner all time, and most of those came in the regular season finale last year against Philadelphia. So he is as green and as inexperienced as anybody that has ever stepped foot on that Cowboys defense, at least during the 2022 season. Kelvin Joseph, I feel better about now this year than I did last year. Last year, he didn't present anything except for maybe a penalty risk. Uh, and, and we saw that during Thanksgiving last year when there were a couple guys banged up and he had to work into the rotation and he didn't necessarily play well. This year, he's really taken on a new mentality. He's got a different mindset. You can see that maybe not as a corner at times. He's still given up some big plays. He gave up a touchdown on Sunday to Alec Pierce. However, the way that he plays on special teams and he's bought in on that and he's played it for, with a physical ability to come up and stop the run when he is out at corner that gives me some hope with him moving forward I'm not worried about Deron Bland I think Deron Bland yeah. may be the steal of the draft for the Cowboys and what they're able to do on the back end of that day three pick with him out of Fresno State Kelvin Joseph if he's not going to turn into a bust this is his chance this is his one opportunity to step into a spot and say this is why you took me in the second round, but I haven't seen it to this point, but this is a huge chance for him to do so. Man, speaking of potential steals in the draft, Mike Bassett brings this dude up pretty much every week, and it's Sam Williams. Do we need to mm -hmm. see more Sam Williams, or are we seeing just the right amount of him? You know, that's a, that's a good question, uh, you. because you've seen, you've seen enough of him to say he's earned more starting playing time, right? Or at least more playing yes. time, period. But but do you take guys off of the field like Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons and Dorrance Armstrong in order to give snaps to Sam Williams? Now, you could put him out there in a rush package where it's all four of those guys, and I just don't know if any quarterback or offensive line would ever love to see that because those four guys get after the quarterback. But at some point, you need some meat in the middle. You can't just throw five edge rushers out there and expect to get home because you got to take up multiple gaps. you got to have a hole to run through. So it's, it's an interesting conversation because, yes, he's done everything you've needed to as a rookie to, to give confidence to him, to earn more snaps, to earn more opportunity. Uh, however, is, is him being on the field taking another playmaker off of it? That's my thing. I don't want to up in some of the momentum that Tank and DeMarcus – or, I mean uh, – and Dorrance Armstrong and Micah have off of that edge rusher spot if, if Sam Williams is out there. But in a rotation, I think it keeps everybody fresh and it allows all of those guys to do their job exceptionally well, which is why they've had so much success up front. How many plays do you think James Washington can make uh, uh, in the next uh, two weeks? The old you... safety or yeah. the wide receiver? No, no, not the old okay. safety. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the wide receiver that will make everybody forget about Odell Beckham Jr. I hope that's the case. Wouldn't that be nice? If, if, if your answer at wide receiver is in-house, that would be a huge win. Uh, I think he could come in and contribute. I don't think he's a game changer. Let's just say it that way. He's not going to come in and put up 10 receptions for 112 yards and two touchdowns. Now, if he does do that, then you look like uh, this front office would look like absolute geniuses. I, I don't necessarily think he's ready for that type of role, but – what he does bring is another possession guy underneath. Think about Dalton Schultz and what he's built with Dak Prescott these last couple of years. Uh, I mean, he is a safety blanket. He's somebody that you can count on consistently to throw the football to. He's going to catch it, and he's going to get you positive yards. 
a lot of time he's going to move the chains for you. I think that's what James Washington could do. And if you have that underneath, which you've had with Michael Gallup while he's getting back and healthy from his injury and, and his time missed, if you can have James Washington kind of occupy that role, it may open up things for C.D. Lamb, and it may open up Michael Gallup to go downfield and get that separation back like we've seen Gallup do in the past. So if anything, it just it allows the other guys to have some success, and it's just another guy that's reliable for Dak Prescott to throw the football to, and it allows you to move down the field methodically through the air as a possession guy and a, a reliable hand. But would you be most excited that if James Washington excelled, then maybe you would never have to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. again? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. The, the amount of conversations that we've had over OBJ these last couple weeks, I've talked about more OBJ now than I have in my entire life on any like fantasy football, NFL talk, NFC East talk. And we all kind of collectively this week were just like, man, when are we when are we going to get to talk, stop talking about this because it ends up just really it, it's it's bogged down the whole conversation of what has been a great run for this team but it also could really help out the team in the future so you understand why the conversations are being had but i agree with you i think i'm uh, i'm about ready for that to just come to an end whether he's on the team off the team let's just make sure it, it happens soon 100 percent agree with that man we appreciate having you on as always dallascowboys.com if you want to check out more of kyle's excellent work thank you very much good sir thanks guys appreciate you having me as always later man there you go kyle yeoman's right here on 105.3 the fan and he said the deal's not dead but jane also said not dead but that the Cowboys no didn't make an offer. offer. No offer was made. Yeah, and that's that's an interesting thing to me that they didn't. And because they were like, we don't really have anything to offer you. We don't know what you can do. Yeah, like, we we really don't have a clue what you're capable of. We looked at your body, but that's pretty much it at this point. I also think they don't want to insult him either. I think sometimes Makes when sense. it comes to offers, you're like, look, if we offer him two years and ten million total, three million this year and seven million next year. We're gonna insult him and never have a chance to sign him again. So let's just say we're we're keeping an eye on you. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I still kinda wanted the the potential though that there were three offers from three teams and that he chose another team and that Micah says, I went to a basketball game with you and you're gonna turn down my team? Fine. I see how it is. And then just destroys the world. That'd be awesome. Man, I hope that's the real world the breakdown. You know, like the, everybody else's football world. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, it's time to power rank the power rankings right here on 105 through the fan. All right, let's talk about Innovations Medical. We have all seen our favorite athletes, friends, and even ourselves go through sports injuries or just have hereditary setbacks. More and more people are utilizing stem cell therapy. It utilizes your own cells. Many studies have shown that stem cell therapy works. Check it out for yourselves. Dr. Bill Johnson at Innovations Medical is here in DFW and has has performed over 1,000 stem cell procedures. Go ahead, type in and search for Innovations Medical right now, and you're going to see a lot of positive reviews. Five-star reviews are going to pop up. Go to their website, innovationsmedical.com, and see their before and after pictures and client testimonials. Innovations Medical has been uh, doing innovative cosmetic surgery and stem cell therapy since 2005 they've been around for a while now dr bill johnson is providing a better quality of life for people with degenerative conditions including lung kidney 
brain, and other conditions. With offices in Fort Worth and in Dallas, call Innovations Medical today at 214-643-8665 or go to innovationsmedical.com. Second down, snap to Prescott. Read option, handoff Elliott, pushing, goal line, touchdown Elliott. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Cowboys highlight right there. It is time to power rank the power rankings. Okay, guys. I'm going to give you this first because I found this interesting. Give it I you. saw the updated rookie power rankings. Oh. Now, instead of guessing on this, I'm just going to give you what I found Thank really you. interesting. Sauce Gardner, one, Chris Olave, two, and Garrett Wilson, three. That means the Jets drafted two of the three best rookies in the it's NFL pretty this impressive. year. They've been awesome. They really have been. Helps uh, make up for their garbage quarterback they drafted. Oh, yeah. Ian Book. I always pull not, this card. Not. <laughs> Lots of Ian Book cards out there. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Hopefully tomorrow at the Texas Roadshow uh, card shop in yeah. Mansfield, yes. we don't pull any Ian Books. I know, because I got one number to five of an autographed rookie, and I was like, well, crap. I feel like he signed way more than five, like five million. No, this was just of no, this one particular card. Like, Ian Book always comes in a pack. But you know what? We have a plan for tomorrow is for the listeners and the Twolos is we got Mike McCarthy is going to be talking. we got Jacob DeGrom and the Rangers are going to be talking. Maybe we'll do some breaks during those for the video audience and we'll do giveaways of those cars you get 10 percent off tomorrow if you bring a unwrapped gift i believe yes for their toy drive so whatever you want to buy there a box of cards or whatever 10 percent off if you uh bring a unwrapped gift and drop it off there uh in mansfield that's super cool so they're like we'll take less money to donate to charity yeah all right, so Tariq Woolen is fourth in rookie power. I, I call these power rankings, but they're just giving the top yeah. ten rookies. Damian Pierce, fifth. Uh, Walker, the third, is sixth. Uh, Hutch, your guy, Hutchinson, right, from, from Michigan, correct? Aiden, yep. yep. Not yep. Chad. He is uh, seventh. Do you know you know Chad Hutchinson, right? Mm-hmm. Hutchinson. Uh, so, one yeah. of the luckiest people in sports ever. Yes, you've talked about him before on here. He liked to throw uh, a hittable baseball. Watson is eighth. Uh, Tyler Lindenbaum is ninth, which ticks me off. And Jack Jones is tenth. Does that tick you off because Tyler is not in there or because we might have drafted Linderbaum? No, it ticks me off that Tyler is not in there. In fact, I'd rather have Tyler Smith. Like At the time, I might not have. But as this season has played out, and I get that Linderbaum's great. I'm not taking anything away from him. But I like our guy a lot. And I'm going to tell you this. That's those are the top ten. They did ten more honorable mentions and didn't even mention Tyler Smith. I don't wow. think that's right. You I, know what? Are they not? The Cowboys get the most media coverage. How are they not? And it's an ESPN okay. ranking, by the way. I, I want to bring this up tomorrow because I've been thinking about doing an offensive line topic because Kyle Yeomans even was like, yeah, if they bump Tyler Smith inside, he doesn't automatically get that job because he competed with Connor McGovern. And I do feel like people are undervaluing what he's brought to the team. Is like, now nah, you can just take him out. You'll be fine. Yeah. So there is that. So those are your – Rookie power rankings are your rookie list of your top 10 rookies this year in the NFL so far, and they actually gave 10 more, and somehow no Cowboy was on there. And I just don't get how Tyler Smith is not at least getting honorable mention or right at the back end of top 10. All right, 
Let's go with, at first, the team power rankings, okay? So there is a little bit of difference in these. I looked at ESPN and looked at CBS. Obviously, CBS is where I get the quarterback power rankings from. So up top, it's exactly the same. Derek, who's the number one power ranked team in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes. Eh. I quit you. We're doing teams. Oh, I thought, according to I, yeah, I'm sorry, who? Attention. I thought you were talking stats there. CBS or ESPN? Then it's going to be the Chiefs. Both of them are exactly okay. the same in power no, rankings. Not the Chiefs. Who is it, Kevin? It's, it's the Eagles. Eagles. It's the Eagles. Right. Number two. <laughs> I wasn't listening to myself. No, well, the only reason I asked is because those two, <laughs> those two Derek. sites. Derek, Derek's out for now. <laughs> Derek, back. I was listening. You were on fire last time. I really wasn't listening. Uh, the only reason I'm would asking. Would you rather do ESPN or would you rather do CBS? It does not matter. You do, you choose for me. I I'll just, do ESPN they, because I think they're more, okay, let's Kansas say, recognizable. Then I would say after after J, after the Eagles. Okay. Kansas City is correct on ESPN. On CBS, it is the number – they are the number four ranked team on CBS. Interesting. So Kansas City, number two on ESPN, number four on CBS. Derek, I'm back to you. Oh, no. Do not pick Philadelphia. Do not pick Kansas City because they are one and two in ESPN's power rankings. I'll ask you guys this quick question. Do you agree that Kansas City shouldn't be knocked for losing on the road 27-24? Because they weren't knocked on ESPN. They were on CBS's. I think two is I think two is fair. Yeah, they've been a really good team. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a matchup that was very close. I think that they're still that 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 high of a ranked team. Okay. Number three. The Buffalo Bills. You are correct. The Ooh, Buffalo that is, Bills. That's, I'm glad you picked that. I would have picked somebody different. On uh, ESPN are number three, and on CBS, they're number two. So the Buffalo Bills, number two I, and number three in the power range. I'll, I'll admit it because I would have gotten this wrong. I would have picked the Cowboys. I would have put the Cowboys up at number three, and clearly, incorrectly. Yeah, you are. Okay, number four <laughs> Thanks, buddy. on ESPN's power rankings. Kevin? I, I mean, if I thought they were number three, I certainly think they should be at least number four, the are, Dallas Cowboys. You are correct. The Dallas Cowboys are ranked number four in the ESPN Power Rankings behind Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Buffalo. On CBS, they're number three. It goes Philadelphia, Buffalo, Dallas, Kansas City. So all four teams uh, are ranked up there, and I do think this is going to be tough. It's going to be very tough for Dallas and Philadelphia to play each other in the NFC Championship game. Just the way the seedings are going right to be, now. it's going to be tough that Dallas most likely will play Philadelphia in the divisional round. Either you way, because I think both of them, one of them is going to be the one seed, one of them is going to be the five seed. You need an upset, right? You need yeah. one of the, you need six or seven to pull off the upset to yeah. be able to make yeah. that happen. And I do think six and seven, which will be between Washington, New York, and Seattle, are pretty weak teams when it comes to playoff time because you're looking at Taylor Heineke or you're looking at Seattle who's starting to fade quite a bit as this season's progressing and then I don't know I'm just not a big New York believer if they're having to play even San Francisco or Minnesota something like because that'll be the two and three will most likely be Minnesota and San Francisco in some sort of order 
Okay. Number five, Minnesota. Number six, Miami. Number seven, the 49ers. Number eight, Cincinnati. Hmm. Number nine, I think ranked way too high at this point, Baltimore. I actually am surprised. I would have thought Cincinnati might be a little higher. So did I. They're number six in CBS Power Rankings. Number eight in ESPN. Number 10, Seattle. I found this interesting. I checked mark the teams the Cowboys have played because sometimes you can say, well, the Cowboys have a weak schedule so far. But if you look at it, they've played the number one ranked team. They did lose to them with their backup quarterback, but you did play the number one team. Minnesota's number five. You played them. Cincinnati's number eight. You played them and beat them. Washington is number 13. You played them and beat them. And New York Giants are number 14. And you've played them twice and beat them both times. So when you start looking at this, you go, well, heck, there's one, two, three, four, five, six of your games this year, according to ESPN, have been against top teams in the NFL, above average teams. The thing that I've gone back to a few different times is I think Minnesota and the Giants are, what, like now 17-4-1 against the rest of the NFL and 0-3 against the Cowboys, or 17-3-1 or something. Yeah, Yeah, 17-3-1 and 0-3 against the Cowboys. All right, quarterback power rankings. I feel like you can get this one right, Derek, because you already have. Who's the number one (laughs) team uh, quarterback? Sorry, who's the number one ranked quarterback according to CBS power ranking? It's Pat Mahomes. He's tier one. There was a, a, a there's ESPN a graphic behind right behind you, you right of behind quarterbacks, you. and the right only tier is. one is yeah Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> so, a little bit of a cheat there. Oh yeah, did we find out where the Browns were in the power rankings? Twenty two. Okay, almost. Good that is them. a great number for Rolando Blackman, but they're number twenty three on ESPN, number eighteen on CBS. Yeah, Sean Watson looked like butt in that game. All I mean, right, what do you expect? Number two, Corey. I'm gonna, go. I think it's Jalen Hurts, but I it. think Joe Burrow needs to be higher. All right. Kevin, who's number three? Joe Burrow. I feel like that these three have been entrenched for the last two weeks, yeah. maybe, with Josh Allen falling. Hey, shut your mouth and okay. just guess Sorry. who you're going to guess. Wow. Okay? I don't need your commentary. What do you think? This is Sports Talk Radio. This is me asking <laughs> who's number three. You give an answer, and I say right or wrong. My bad. Valid. Mike gives, can we change it to Mike gives you the power rankings and deal with it? <laughs> I don't who's even know who four? they've guessed. Who's number Why four? Not? Why not? Why do you not know? He people. just gave a whole three I'm, I'm, sentences I'm, I'm on who's number four. Right number one is Patrick Mahomes. Number two is Jalen Hurts, oh, yeah. who you guys think that Dak Prescott is better than. Number three, I, I do have to say Joe Burrow <laughs> or Josh Allen. Yeah, you. And he said, Josh Allen. Would you like That's to give one who you think two, number he Would you like to say, answers. well, number five is. Tua. No, don't guess anymore. Who's number five? Dak. Dak is number seven. Tua what? is number eight. Don't guess Who no is number five? It's Dak. not his fault that they're sliding is your hint. It's not their fault. Shut up. Okay, this I sliding. can't abide. Are you telling me it's Gino? Gino Smith. What the hell is number, number six five? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, hold on. Does it happen? You're joking right now. Well, this is where Mike's I'll playing a practical joke on America. I mean, let me, need to figure let me some hit cbssports.com. They I really love them, them the QBR. Like, that is the you only stat that's... Wow. Okay. Really? Over Dak right now? Since he's been back, number one offense in the league. Third down conversion percentage, points. Don't worry about that. <laughs> number six. Gino, Gino just beat one huh? of the worst teams in the league to win for the number first time. Number six, I had games. to re-look up. 
I will tell you this because it's like, wait a second. He wasn't even ranked in the top 10 last week. How did he get ranked number six? And I wrote down his initials and I'm like, well, those initials make sense, but this doesn't make sense. Who is it? Derek Holland. You, you were here on Wednesday. I, seriously I was here before know. I went to Christmas and New Year's. Mm, I don't know. Who is it? Herbert. It is Herbert. He moves what? from number 11 to number six, even though they lost. That doesn't make any sense. And his, I thought they were going straight off a of QBR. His QBR is worse than Dax. That. Well, he did have 335 yards. Imagine if he played yards. for the Chiefs or the Dolphins or the Seahawks is the first sentence they say about Justin Herbert. My head hurts. He had 335 yards all touchdowns. Even if the D can't get a stop. What? That's what it says. Wait. The offensive <sighs> weaponry is healthier. Healthy E? Mm. <laughs> healthy E? What is yeah. what, what did you just mm. say? Healthy E. Healthy E. Healthy. Healthy Y. Healthy. Or the strategy <laughs> is creative. So what they're saying is I don't know why. I don't they had him outside of the uh. top ten for two weeks and then they moved Justin Herbert to number six and they're philosophy was he's great he's just on a bad team i'm like well why did that change for the last three weeks he was on the bad team last week and the week before so kevin i'm not i'm not promoting justin herbert up to number six it just doesn't make sense that you had him outside the top 10 for two weeks straight and then you're like yeah he lost and now we're going to rank him number six Dak is number seven and two a t is number eight when when you announced that geno smith was the number five Mm -hmm. reggie texted us uh, this is the year this is the year that geno smith it says if you're still sleeping on him it's time to wake up kevin are you woke oh my god what are (laughs) oh uh, uh, I just I decided, you know I'm what, interested. I am going to go with the more aggressive version of the text that I was thinking of. I probably shouldn't have, but I went ahead and sent oh, the more aggressive no. version. Oh, my to- gosh. <laughs> Kevin, you can't say that to people. We're on not text. on air. You have a paper trail now. Number nine is Kurt Cousins. Number 10 is Aaron Rodgers. Number 11, Tom Brady. And I don't know how he's moving up, but he is. Number 12, Trevor Lawrence. Kevin, I don't know what's happening here. This is this is CBS. This Did is they Pete not Prisco. watch the football games over the week? There, so like, Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, Allen, Smith, Herbert, Prescott, Tua, Kurt Cousins, Aaron Rodgers are your top ten. Just outside the top ten, Tom Brady and Trevor Lawrence. As they should be. My head mm-hmm. Herberts. According to John Mashoda, Jerry oh Jones God. speaking just now to media on Odell Beckham Jr. Quote: We're still working on it. Yes. There you go, guys. I, the I, story's still alive. That's the worst possible outcome. It's sign him. Tomorrow, Don't sign him. Can we talk about Odell Beckham no. Jr. tomorrow? No. So Six segments. Sign him. Don't sign him. The worst possible outcome is we'll see. To be determined. <laughs> that was Watson, the worst outcome. Number 27. 19. Oh. Number 27 is Sam Darnold. Worst number 28, 30. Russell Wilson. Number 29, Matt Ryan. Number 30, Baker. Brian Purdy. Possible son, no! Brock Purdy. <laughs> it's too low. <laughs> number 31, John Wolford. And number 32, Kyle. And by the way, Brock Purdy did play and beat he Miami. He played better this than the, Deshaun Watson did last week. The weird thing is, is like, he did play and played, at least his stats were good, and they beat Miami, who was considered a really good team. I don't know if he's going to keep it up or not, but Brian it. Purdy's possible son. I still think we should probably. I want Purdy to come up here yeah. and be like, "Look, Mike, <laughs> prove, prove that <laughs> he's not your son." 
Oh my god! They have the same last name, and their <laughs> first name starts with the same. Um, and that's all letter. it takes. Oh, that's all it You're needs. like case closed. Go find another Basic in professional <laughs> football or baseball or basketball, and then I'll have to prove that he's not my son. <laughs> I know an M Basic out there. Yeah. I'll see if uh, if that's your dad or not. Chris Bassett. It is my dad. <laughs> what do you know? M Basic is my dad. <laughs> Prove to me that Brian Purdy's not Brock Purdy's dad. <laughs> that, and we're not done with Odell Beckham. I hate my life. We're we're the we don't have to talk about him. Masterpiece oh, we do. We right do. here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, anything but Beckham. I just got an email from Brian Purdy. The G-Bag. Did you really? Yeah, it says there may or may not be Tiff's treats on one of the floors. Oh, my God. I really right. thought what? he was going to appear on our show next. <laughs> Email him back okay. right now. <laughs> Ask him to just come down here to 10 if he's here, to 11 if he's here to be on the show. That would mean he was on the 12th floor. That's not even our floor anymore. Okay, come up here to 11 and be on our show right now. All we'll right. either talk Sebastian. with him All right. or the G-Bag Nation next on The Fan. This segment of the KNC Masterpiece is brought to you by Byers Barricades. If you're in need of traffic control or barricade rentals, Byers Barricades is a full-service provider taking care of your project or special event. No matter the size from start to finish, that's Byers Barricades, the Texas Authority Barricade Rental. That's BuyersBarricades.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now, courtesy of Dean M. Leasing. It is time for a chit-chat with the fellows from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific. Hey, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. I'm a little sad that Bronis got booted out to the couch because there's so many Get freaking over here, people I will in here. Gladly, Get your mouth on a mic. I will gladly Whoa. move out of the way so that he can get started on his five hours today. I need... I might need Chiafalo to move out of the way because you said get your mouth up to a mic off mic, yeah. which was an interesting <laughs> decision by there. you. I don't want to be too close. Dude, yeah, seriously, great. y'all are talking away from the mic. I'm sorry about that. And it's driving me insane. You just had the flu. Oh, that's cool. Flu? I'm right beside I you. I have my flu shot. On a technicality. You can Son lick the inside of my mouth. I'll be what all right. What does having the flu on a technicality mean? It's just like it was going around, and I may or may not have gotten it. But I felt bad, and uh-huh. so it was like by proxy, I, maybe, technically. I'd like to say something right now to Zach. Ooh, Zach, I haven't seen you in a week, and it. Looks like you got smaller, man. Like Dude. the soda thing. Like have like in this last week, did it yeah. like? Did you like put it into overdrive? Or I something? did, man. I was pulling doubles. I was pulling two days, morning walks and night walks because over Thanksgiving, I crushed uh, okay. the food. I understand. So I didn't wanted to make sure that you know I didn't disappoint my people at Soda, and I have a weigh in tomorrow morning because I have a wedding this weekend. So normally I do Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to be very hungover on Saturday morning. Okay. So I'm going to weigh in tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, soda's been treating me well, man. This, this, You know how it is. You you all, the Corey, Kevin. You have to, is it vodka that's kind of um, trying to? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're okay with whiskey, and you can only have a certain amount. But right. vodka is the best one to do. So I'll, I'll have yeah. some vodka on Friday night at, at the wedding, and it's an open bar, so I'll have to try and keep tabs. But I'm going to get pretty sloshed. I understand. But you're looking great. Thank you, buddy. You look fantastic, too, and I love the shirt, the Clemente. Yeah. Do you guys usually like going to weddings in I terms love of the social wedding cake? Okay. That's what I look forward to. But if it's bad wedding cake, I'm really disappointed. I think wedding cake can be really good. Can't wait to go to Derek's wedding. 
I don't know when that's you have an happening. ETA on that? Okay. Uh, no. Kevin had, did he have cake or was it just the donut? Really. Yeah, donuts. I was honestly, to be honest, Kevin, I was disappointed you didn't have <laughs> wedding cake because that is one of the things sorry. I do look forward to. I'm very sorry. You also missed the giant lightsaber fight. Yeah, that should have happened earlier. You guys had cake? Or you didn't have cake? Oh, we had a donut wall. Well, you, so you didn't have cake? <laughs> no. No, we had like a little tiny cake just... Out of force. You didn't invite Derek to the nope. wedding? Hi, guys. You uh, should have known of, like uh, that he would be yeah. hanging out with us this it was no, that was before. Though, right? That was before Derek chose the right team. <laughs> and also, Even though I got booted to a different team. I'm pretty sure I did. Actually, I'm pretty sure I did invite you wow. to the wedding. And you, I said I wouldn't be here. I know. Oh, okay. I know. But I just want to point out, I, I did invite you because I recall this back and forth. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to throw you I knew we were friends and I wouldn't discard you when you weren't useful to me anymore. Is I knew that we would remain friends. Oh, and... I guess we are the discarded not, ones no. that are not useful, <laughs> yeah. and we are going to get thrown away here soon enough. This is oh, awesome. Oh. I love this. Yeah. I'm also... No, nope, I was just asked to host with you on a Friday. Tim Collins, if you're listening, you can scratch me off that list. Wow. Yeah. No, that's fine. No, actually, I is, would prefer, please... Get it. Nope, now I know how you feel. I, I have a serious question here, Kevin. Just my wife said we did have cake. It just wasn't displayed the oh. same way that the donut wall was. I didn't see it. I didn't see but it either. You take that great. up with her. It's a crazy right. display. Uh, what's the possibility, Gavin, just the percentage that Brock Purdy is Brian Purdy's like <laughs> son, that Brian Purdy's zero, it's zero percent. I, I don't know. They have the I same. Think, I think Purdy did spend some time in California. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Brock Thank Purdy you. is in San Francisco. I would say it is, it's in the millions of percentiles, but you never know. You yeah. never, you can never tell. So you're telling me there's a chance. Dawson worked with Mike for so long that he knows just how to kind of keep him on the line <laughs> and just kind of keep the thing going just a little bit. I can't I mean, believe this is happening. Don't want to shoot it down. He's having too much fun with it. You know? Yeah, yeah and we did. Did I you invite Purdy to come up? When I see Brian, I'm going to tell him congratulations on his son. I will say I went online and looked up Brock Purdy's father. Quote, unquote, father. Is right. his name right. Brian? His name's Sean with a W. And he looks more like his mom than he does his dad. I'll say that. I'll just leave it at that. Well, because most people don't what look like this. What are you doing dads. right now? So you're saying this Sean guy looks more like he raised him <laughs> as his father. I don't know. Like, this is not. Kind of like, like, like Shaq's dad. the facts. Well, just because the biological didn't bother. He put it in a rap song. Just because you adopt a kid doesn't mean that you're going to look like him. Right, right? exactly. Yep. I mean, I it absolutely, like you will not look like a person that you adopted you so just that. by adopting that. Yes, that I do. Sense. You will, well, actually, you know what? I do retract that statement because <laughs> I saw that weird Liberace movie where he like dated somebody like, you need to get plastic surgery to look like me. So I guess it's oh. possible. But you don't just become like that person because you adopted did, them. Did you guys write off San Francisco that Purdy is now the quarterback? Yes. In terms of in terms like, of winning a Super Bowl. If or the even Cowboys play him in the playoffs, would you say this is going to be a W for the Cowboys? Yes. Would you have said it was an L for the Cowboys if Garoppolo was the quarterback? Yes. Are you the same with that, Dawson? Are you, yeah. are you you're done, San Francisco's a win now for the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, that's and a they, win. Yeah. Were they a loss before? Absolutely, okay. yeah. Yeah, I think your path got 50% easier. There was only, There's only two teams that can realistically beat you, um, and now you're down to one. So, it's great. Have you started sizing up the AFC then? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's uh, three teams 
that can beat you over there. Bye bye Von Miller. You, you did helps. beat the Bengals. Yes, Von Miller's uh, gone, but yeah, you know, I, I I feel good now. It's just it's really you know the year you got to do it, and it's not because your team is so much better than last year's team, but the conference is so far down. All right. This is it. Okay, I I hope you're right. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always. Thanks for asking, Hagee. Uh, we got lots of good stuff coming up, including NFL insider Charles Robinson at 4 o'clock. Nice. Looking forward to that. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Say we're still working on it, Kevin. It's about OBJ. Still working on it. We're still in first what? place, is what I really want to say. See you at Texas Roadshow tomorrow in Mansfield. Yes. Come out, open cards, buy cards with us. It's going to be a blast.